It is time to head to Pakistan, where we join Pakistan's favourite child, Mr. Grant Elliott. He's my favourite child because he's usually sitting next to me. And this week, we had visual communication for the first time in weeks, and I started off with a compliment, telling him he was looking rather good. You know what? I'm feeling good. In fact, I've only had a migraine for about 48 hours. Um, I went and played golf and only drank a litre of water and didn't realise you have to drink about five litres of water. Because we teed off at 9 a.m. And honestly, Mark Butcher, I've never seen someone's ass sweat so much. He was wearing blue pants and there was like this wet patch behind him. But he was playing such a bad round, I just couldn't take a photo of it and send it out and saying hot in Karachi for Butch. But honestly, that sort of heat. And when Tom Latham won the toss today and said, we'll have a rock and roll. I was like, good luck, fellas, good luck, because there is some serious heat, almost the same heat when you ate that Carolina Reaper in the um, in the studio. That's the sort of heat we're talking here. But you know I handled that with a plomb. sounded like um, Butcher's ass didn't. So I, I'm, I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> no, he was probably also sweating because we put him under a lot of pressure, me and Lisa Stalaker, the trans-Tasmans. In fact, it was quite surprising. I played with an Aussie and we got along quite well. So, yeah, I haven't got along with many Australians. So that was, uh, you know, one for the, the bucket list. And we took on uh, Butch and Uruj Mumtaz, Pakistan commentator, and we smoked them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. After the 13th hole, we were shaking hands and saying thanks for the game. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. I understand you visited a leather market what you're getting some crutchless chaps or something to bring home no all that stuff that you asked me uh, that you wanted because i know you're a big fan of the the leather indoors um no uh, i I had to do a segment to show how much i loved the markets in pakistan so they took me to a leather shop the leather market so went there and i was like oh what do i do now so i tried on a few jackets and it looked like I was in the YMCA lineup. So um, they filmed that though, which was great. So I'll get a lot of a lot of fans for that. And then I saw this little Peaky Blinder hat and Butch has been wearing a Peaky Blinder hat to every game, but it was leather. Like, can you imagine how breathable leather is in Pakistan? <laughs> so I presented it to him in the studio today and he wore it for like two seconds and he said, I played with Grant Elliott, I captained him, but I thought he was an absolute idiot. And then he threw the cap back at me and the cap made its rounds. But there was there was a few cap uh, cap handouts in the last week. Cole McConkie made his uh, debut and then um, he would have been uh, black cap number 210. And then um, Ben Lister made his ODI debut as well and he was black cap uh, 211. And... Um, Imagine making a debut as a bowler on these wickets. I mean, that is just a gift, isn't it? Beautiful. It swings for three deliveries. Three <laughs> balls it swings for, the boys tell me, and then it's done and dusted. So it's pretty flat. Um, and fair to say the New Zealand bowlers have uh, struggled to sort of figure out how to take wickets in this one-day series. If I just look at the scores, Grant, 291 for five. There's Pakistan, of course, here I'm talking about. 290. One for five and 48.3 overs, then 337 for three and 48.2. 
Then, oh, they really struggled. Only made 287 for six in the third one. Still won by 26 runs. Yeah. And then in the game today, 334, uh, their second highest score of uh, the series. And again, just six down. They've, I don't want to say made a mockery of the New Zealand bowlers, but they've just made it look oh so simple, haven't they? You know, when we play against Australia, and I watch that Boxing Day test match, and our bowlers are bowling like mid-130s, and then you watch 150K or 145K Rockets, it's a different game, you know? Like, these guys are so skilled. And we counter, we got given the stats of how many bowlers bowl over 140Ks in Pakistan domestically. They've got 14 bowlers that bowl 140Ks. And when I look at the names on those uh, of those bowlers, like you could probably play a lot of them in this ODI series. They've all had a little bit of ODI experience, like Shanawaz Dahani and uh, uh, Shinwari, um, and then Zaman, who played in the um, in the T twenties. They're all like you know one mid one forties, and you know we don't have many bowlers. We've got Milne, who bowls one you know mid one forties, and then outside of that, Milne and Lockie Ferguson and Ben Sears. You think pace wise in New Zealand. So it's a different game. The ball's reversing a bit. You can't hurt Pakistan in the back end. Um, they, in the last 10 overs today, first five overs, they scored 24. So overs 40 to 45, 24. Overs 45 to 50, they scored another 70 runs. So we got hit for 94 in the last 10. So I'm going to let that sink in. 70 runs in the last five. Yeah, and here's me thinking when you're saying you can't hurt them at the back end, I'm thinking about Pakistan's death bowling, but, um, you know, their, their batting has proven to be just as lethal. Um, and, and I did see, was it Shaheen Shahfridi got 23 off seven at three sixes? Come on, he's having a laugh. Is he going to turn into a yeah. bowling round? He got the Zik Motor Oil All-Rounder of the Day oh, award. Of course. Uh, oh, I've been so yeah. worried about that, the Zig Motor Oil All-Rounder of the Day. <laughs> so important. He's there. Yeah, um, and uh, would, is, is there a soft cock award, uh, um, soft cock rub? How have you been going with your soft cock? Good, very good. I've been, um, I, I, I've been quite judicious with my soft cock this week. I, I've tried to leave it alone. Are you waiting for me to arrive before? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to put it. I don't want to put it on every bit of white meat that I have available to me in the house. But yeah. it's very good. It sounds, Rum and sounds Q, like a good excellent rub, stuff. It, Grant, don't yeah. worry. Like, the box is still full. The box is still full. <laughs> That's great. We've I, haven't have, gone, we, I haven't gone to town we, yet. Are we going to have a soft cock uh, of the, the week award? We could. We, or we could have the Umami ga um, Garlic Butter um, award. I can't wait oh. to open it. Yeah. Yeah, that does yeah. look good. Yeah, when do yeah. you get back? When do you get back? And are you here next weekend then, or do you get some time off? Yes, so I will be back. I get back on the eleventh, so I'll be back in the studio for the Saturday session that weekend. Um, looking forward to it, but I'll get back to the cricket. I, I got yeah, sidetracked for a second there. Well, um, it's easy well, to do that yes. with such wonderful rum and Q products that we have available to us. Oh, get on it, soft cock. How good. Um, so, Pakistan team, let's talk about how, how good they are. Their, their top three batters 
are in the top five in the world. I didn't even know that. Fuckers of mine gets no mileage whatsoever. Like every time I'm so glad you've mentioned that. He is a sensational player. And you know that fuckers of mine, he he was at school and someone from the military saw him play. And they said, no, you're not playing for school. You're going to play for the military. So as soon as he was 16, so he would practice with the military every day at four o'clock. He'd go there, have a net session with them. And then as soon as he matriculated, straight to the military, played for the military side. They coached him up. Then he played first-class cricket, A's, and then went into Pakistan. And while he was studying to be uh, in, in uh, not just the military, went to the Navy afterwards. So a fascinating story, like how he got to play for Pakistan. Um, so hard as nails, obviously, like mentally tuned in. And then you've got Imam Al-Haq, who I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's all right. He's number five in the world. So they actually left him out today, just rotation policy. And um, then you throw in their, their, their seam bowlers. So let's say they've got Harris Ralph, bowls close to 150. Shane Shafridi, left arm over, bowls 145. And then you've got that guy, Wazim Jr., who was, uh, came in for Nassim Shah, who bowls 145. We're talking about six players in the team now, I haven't even mentioned Rizwan, that are like world class. So let's throw Rizwan in there at four. And then you throw Shadab Khan, who's multifaceted cricketer, great leader, leg spinner, and power hitter. So there we've got eight players that are unbelievable. And we're playing our second string team because we've got nine in the IPL. Don't want to make excuses, but I mean, you know, it is different gravy when you're facing that, that, you know, pace of over 145. So you can't get Pakistan at the death. You have to try and nail them from overs 10 to 40. Because remember, in one-day cricket now, there's only four players out. So I almost see that as your power play. You know, try and take advantage of their spinners then so that they bring their paces back, and then you might be able to hurt them at the back end. So, like, we've been outclassed, I think, in the last, in in the um, third ODI. We restricted them to 288, and we fell 26 short. So that was actually a good effort. I reckon that was a par score, 288. But then once again, we won the toss today. We were hoping that there was going to be due. There was no due, and it was a scorcher. So, um, yeah, and it spun towards the end, and the pitch probably deteriorated a little bit. So, misread that one. It'll be interesting if we win the toss in the next one to see what we do, because I think Latham might be a bit gun-shy to bowl first again. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion you might be right. If I look at the the odds at the TAB uh, for the uh, ICC Cricket World Cup as a Outright winner. India's favourites at three fifty. England four. Australia five. Then Pakistan at seven dollars fifty. Are you telling me that they are way closer to the top than you know, sort of drifting off the top three? Yeah, they they definitely like top contender. I reckon when I watch the the way that they bowl, they get a little bit of reverse at the end. Um, Yeah, and their batting is solid. So even if they don't score a lot of runs, they've still got the opportunity to knock the other other team over. So their bowling is pretty lethal in that way. And I reckon they they left 40 runs in the tank today because Barbarazam was batting towards his 100 and it took him seven overs to get there. So if they do what I said you should do in, in the World Cup, which is, I think, Look at overs 10 to 40, so probably overs 20 to 40. Those are like your power plays where you can really look to accelerate because there's only four players out. So if someone like Bab Razam decides to be more attacking in that period, he would have ended up with 140 today. 
Yeah. Um, instead of, you know, just a, a, a small sort of hundred. Um, and I think that teams will look to dominate spinners during that period, which means more risk. So you could get wickets, but at the same time, you could get those large scores if you come up, uh, come off and it'll be the over 350. From a New Zealand perspective, Daryl Mitchell's had a good series. You know, those 200s to start, you know, close to 300 runs already in four games. Matt Henry, I think, has done a really good job. Uh, Grant, seven wickets in four games. You know, economies in the mid-fives. You take that every time. Uh, other than that, who's put their hand up? Now, I'm not going to ask you to announce um, your Grant Elliott uh, current, very likely to change a lot, uh, New Zealand World Cup 11. But but who, who, who's done themselves a lot of favours in these four games who, who might be sort of on the cusp of being in and out of a World Cup squad? Um, Cole McConkie, I think, has been unlucky because when you look at the surfaces in New Zealand, we always play a medium pacer that bats a bit, so spinners just miss out. So probably unnoticed and not even in contention, whereas he's bowled well, he's batted well. He went for 46 and he got hit for in the, the third ODI and in this ODI he got one for uh, 61 um, and that he got hit for 15 off his last over, which is actually like he's bowled bloody well because he's bowled in the middle period. Then also got 60-odd in his first, in his debut. So smokes it at the death. So he's done really well. Um, I also think that Chapman, obviously, in the T20s, batted nicely tonight as well because he was aggressive. Yeah. Just needs to find that temp- tempo that he needs to bat at. Will Young, I think, has looked good. He's looked the part. You know, he's one big score away from being well in contention. And I think, you know, when we look at that opening berth, it's probably like Finn Allen or Will Young with Devin Conway. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see which way they go with, with that one. And then Tom Latham is skipper, obviously. Um, has done quite nicely. Adam Milne is bowled with pace, um, but on these wickets, it's just difficult. Like I saw the bowlers, they're in the same hotel as them, and I sat down with them. Sheesh, they were pretty disillusioned. I said to them, I said, <laughs> I said, but guys, you know, when you bowl your bouncer, it just seems like it's not getting up high enough. And they looked at me and they were not happy with that <laughs> comment. <laughs> Winning friends and influencing people. Are you just? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's easy to wind up bowlers, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Grant, good to see your face, my friend. Go get some sleep. I know it's been a very long day, scorching hot day. Uh, you look unflappable. You look like no perspiration has come down your brow. One more week, mate. We look forward to having you back uh, back in studio where you uh, rightly belong. Um, uh, take it easy, my friend, and, and thanks for being so generous with your time on the road in these strange wee early hours when we've caught up. Thanks, buddy. Weirdly, I, I do miss you abusing me, uh, but don't worry, they're abusing me in the commentary box. I've become a, a real easy target, so um, I'm copying it over here as well. Well, they obviously got my brief uh, that we sent to the commentary team prior to Grant's departure to Pakistan. Yeah, Grant Elliott's all going well, um, travel involved, Grant's involved, so who knows there. Uh, we'll be back in studio on Saturday, next Saturday.